Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi, everyone, (laughs) and welcome to the next episode of The X-Files. Um, we are speaking to your ears again. <laughs> Just becoming, write it down. We're coining another phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for letting us speak to your ears today. Yeah. <laughs> ears in attendance. Um, yeah. How are you, Janice? I'm good. Uh, I'm really liking this early morning thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I woke up at seven, though, um, instead of six. And so, um, yeah, I was only able to do this really short meditation and I haven't gotten outside yet. So I feel, oh. yeah, don't, I feel a little frazzled. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually makes sense for what we're talking about today. Yes. <laughs> that I would feel this way. Oh, <laughs> yes. So today we are talking about breakup brain. We'll jump into that in a second, but we just want to ask again, you know, hey, if you're enjoying this, um, leave us a review because it does make a big difference and it'll help people like you who will appreciate this, find it. And that's what we're all about is making sure that we are helping the people who are interested in getting helped right so yep there is a lot of relationship content out there in the podcast oh fear and mm-hmm. so um yeah it would really help us you know now that we've got a bit of a fan base we're kind of looking to take everything to the next level yeah and that would be one way that you could um help us get there so yeah go to apple leave us a um short review and yeah we really appreciate it we love our listeners so much Um, So yeah, let's spread it around. (laughs) Yeah, spread it around. And if you have requests, you know, you can DM us because we're not able to respond to those reviews. They're just there to live in perpetuity. um, So Mm -hmm. people can understand what they're possibly getting into. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yep. (laughs) We love our DMs um, just as as much probably. So yeah, keep that up as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you again, everyone for listening um, because we've got your back during your breakup. Yeah. And well done listening too. I think that's important to, you know, point out is anyone who's listening is, you know, really wanting to beat their breakup. So exactly. Nice work. You're already like a step ahead of the game. Um, Just like seeking out content like this Mm -hmm. and looking at the situation and the feels that you are in as something that you can do better. You can do it like in a, in a healthy way, or you can do it in an unhealthy way. There's, you know, looking at it as something you can learn about and become better at and, and basically serve yourself more during this time instead of just going with the flow and just being like well time um yeah uh, (laughs) time heals all right yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah so you have the ability to beat this and we are here to cheer you on every step of the way and that includes the initial days of a breakup when you feel out Mm -hmm. of sorts like nothing makes sense and Mm -hmm. you feel like you can't cope yeah, we all know that feeling, right? Like yeah. I'm going to explode. 
like um, <laughs> will I survive this <laughs> yeah not being able to think clearly all of that that we're going to get into um one of the reasons that we're doing this show is because we don't feel that there's enough exposure and awareness and attention and understanding given for the experience of having a broken heart So it's really underappreciated by our society. Like we bring up a lot. It's not even really seen as a appropriate reason to give to take time off work. Um, You know, having to cancel plans, people aren't understanding, you know, a lot of the time people will just tell you to, you know, suck it up, move on, get over it. It's happened to me. Um, But we think that a person with broken heart should be given the time and the space and the understanding to heal. And, you know, take a break from their normal routines, just like if you had an injury. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Um, when we have a broken heart, we function at a lower level, just like if you were going through another type of loss or, mm-hmm. or illness um, or pain. other things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. You know, so these like are things that people are okay with, but for some reason, when you go through a breakup, a lot of the times it's, I don't know, people are kind of. Um, yeah can be kind of jerks about it (laughs) yeah they can Mm -hmm. and I think we've covered this in in an episode I'm trying to think of which one it was but talking about how um the pain of a broken heart is registered Mm -hmm. just like physical pain in the brain and you wouldn't expect someone with like a broken rib to be you know making the best decisions at work and having no like dip in productivity or happiness or any of these different markers. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet, you know, you have this invisible wound of a broken heart and, you know, society expects that, oh yeah, you're sad, but you still have to do all of these things Mm -hmm. and continue with your life. And so this episode is about, that post breakup brain mm-hmm. and what that can be like. Um, and I think, you know, in an effort to make you feel like you're not just crazy mm-hmm. and also perhaps head off any like big life changing decisions you might be making from a place of not really thinking clearly during this time and just wait a little bit um, before you start making those big decisions. Like I think, uh, you know, like pill bottles, they usually say like, oh, don't make big decisions or operate heavy machinery while (laughs) you're on this. Same thing for breakup brain. Don't. (laughs) Pill bottle says don't make big decisions. I've, I I swear I've had a pill bottle say that. Oh my god, how interesting! Yeah, like on a like a you know like an opiate or something. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. they're like, yeah. hey, don't sign anything right now. Oh, <laughs> don't right. sign any contracts. Yeah, don't enter in, yeah. into any contractual agreements under the influence yeah. of this. Oh, Maybe that'll be our promo picture: is a pill bottle with breakup oh, brain sweet. on it. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good idea. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you do our graphics. Yeah, we'll we'll that. see <laughs> if you're listening to this. See if I followed through on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we're busy girls. Yeah. <laughs> so people can experience physical and cognitive disruptions after a breakup. Some examples include muscle aches, like a sore back, yep. memory loss, loss of appetite, yeah. increased anxiety. You're like, no shit. Um, <laughs> inability to concentrate 
difficulty making decisions, forgetfulness, unusual levels of anger. Yeah. Like if you're not normally angry, you might lash out at at people, at at your ex, Mm. at yourself, Mm. Um, trouble sleeping, which just contributes to literally everything. Um, and feeling exhausted. All right. So can you relate to any of these symptoms um, either now or do you remember feeling this way during your breakup? Do you feel this way now? A lot of people are in the midst of it. So if you feel that way, know that um, it's all um, a fairly common response to either a breakup or having your heart broken, mm-hmm. etc. And guess what? It's real too. Some yeah. studies have shown that a person's IQ can lower by a whopping 25% in the initial oh. days of a breakup. Like yeah. That is a massive drop in that's a huge uh, drop. Brain functionality. Yeah. And that's just your IQ. I I mean, it's I don't know how you even measure your EQ, but I'd imagine that that would have oh, similar God, drops. Yes. for sure yes absolutely all right so claire have you ever heard of mommy brain yeah yeah oh yeah exactly (laughs) so that is a very very real occurrence that pregnant people and new birthing parents experience or very yeah very real occurrence that birthing parents experience (laughs) um and they they go through all of those things that we mentioned right Mm-hmm. And see, everybody knows about mommy brain, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of, you know, awareness about it. Definitely yeah. a lot of understanding as mm-hmm. there, as there should be, because this is something that, you know, birthing parents, you know, go through. And so it deserves to be recognized. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that there should be awareness and understanding around breakup brain. and there's not. So that's one reason that we wanted to do this topic. So, you know, maybe we can, you know, start a trend or something. Yeah. Yeah. Start a trend. Be like, oh yeah. Breakup brain. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So have you ever experienced breakup brain, Claire? I believe so. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I think that I've definitely had, you know, the inability to you know, concentrate, difficulty making decisions, unusual levels of anger, (laughs) um, feeling exhausted, like, and the muscle aches, just that full body, like where you, you're just, you're crumpling in on yourself, like your shoulders are coming forward Mm -hmm. and you're just trying to protect your heart, um, subconsciously. So yeah, I've definitely, definitely experienced that. And, you know, Jenna says that this wasn't such a crazy story, but um, oh, go for in, it, girl. in episode, uh, oh, I forgot the number, but it's the anxious slash avoidant attachment style dynamic episode, you know, that really, you know, I'm talking about it in the context of attachment styles in the episode, but it's definitely a, um, an example of a story where my brain was was for sure suffering from breakup brain um and having the that like lashing out feeling but also like not making great decisions um and so yeah so i i look back i think about how um how i've acted and been like oh, 
Yeah, I definitely didn't make it any easier on myself by acting from a place of breakup brain. (laughs) Yeah, I've done things too that I would even be embarrassed to admit even on this show. Yeah, (laughs) we'll see as time goes what I let out. But I, um, you know, um, besides, you know, lashing out and feeling, you know, overwhelming emotion, I have also just experienced the, you know, the forgetfulness um, being really kind of scatter minded. Yeah. Um, when I was going th- or scatter brained, <laughs> scatter. I knew what you meant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, scatter minded. Oh, oh man, minded scatter brained. <laughs> like, why did they choose those allocations? They could have flipped them. Oh, boy. <laughs> so when I was going through my divorce, I went through this couple week period where I was like losing things you know like I locked the keys in the car I I know once I thought that I had left my wallet at the cashier at Target (gasps) oh Oh my god and so I get to the car and I I think I like went somewhere else and I went to pay and I didn't have it and so I went back to the car and it wasn't in the car and so then I went back to the store and the store was closed so I was like knocking on the door no like, I know I was so that's like the mess. worst I hate oh like, well then it god yeah uh, and someone did you know let me in to the target and yeah. they didn't have it it turned out that it was under the seat. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> but this was like the second time I think in a oh week gosh. that something so I had locked the keys in the car at one point and then yeah. this had happened. And then I know I was staying with with my parents at the time and I remember there was a couple different times that I also had to like drive back to the house because I had, you know, forgotten my phone or something. <sighs> and uh yeah, I remember my Um, parents asked me they're like you know have you gone through this before when you've been through you know a stressful situation because yeah you're kind of a mess you're a mess (laughs) looking back I realized that it was yeah breakup brain (gasps) that's so crazy I mean just the feel (sighs) like one of the most stressful things I feel like is losing your wallet or your yeah. phone or both. Yeah. One time I left my wallet and at the time I could fit my phone in my wallet <laughs> on the back bumper of my car. And I, I drove through an intersection and oh then someone was God. waving at me and I was like, <laughs> what? And they're like, your, your wallet just oh, fell no! off. And I'm like, what? And oh. I circled back around and I was waiting. I was first in line at the intersection. I could see my phone, my wallet phone in the middle of the intersection and I watched as a fire truck no joke a fire truck slowly with all the firemen like with their heads hanging out of the window looking at my wallet knowing that they were literally crushing it slowly god (laughs) and your phone was in it yeah uh yeah so uh the phone the phone died they did go over it and I was like no um and I go, I park, oh God, I run horrible. back, and my wallet was gone because um, someone had stopped and scooped it up and stole it from the middle of uh, yeah. And the, the fire trucks see. did come back. They, they were like, sorry, like someone had called us about a snake. It turned out it was a lizard. So we circled back oh to see God. if you were okay. And I'm like, my wallet phone. Did you yeah, see the so, person pick it up? Um, no, because I went that? to park. 
I, oh, I, 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 I had to go through the intersection and park and then come back on foot. Yeah, and in that oh time, God. they picked it up. It was... That yeah, was really sad. it was nice though. They returned my driver's license, just all the cash and cards were gone. And I'm like, Who and they're that? like, Oh, it was gone when we found it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, wow. but thanks for my driver's license. I don't have to go to the DMV. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> so I still have my Arizona driver's license. I haven't uh-huh. lived there in such a long time but okay did you know this about arizona driver's licenses that they are good for like over 50 years what my expiration (gasps) date is 2046 (laughs) and i got it like ages ago like over 10 years ago yeah yeah (laughs) so obviously no one really likes to go to the dmv and so i've just i mean and i've lived in colorado now two years and um i don't know i just haven't yeah i mean why why (laughs) but why i mean it's it's an official state id yeah there you go well and then and um and i did not lose it during the time during my divorce when I had breakup brain though I thought I did a couple yeah times. oh my god it <laughs> so, lived with you the us. whole time <laughs> yeah, yeah I it did <laughs> <laughs> so all right sorry for getting sidetracked there but sorry. It, I feel like it's a good story all interesting stuff yeah <laughs> so. awesome so in order to bring more awareness to this dynamic and also help those who are going through it we are exploring breakup brain we absolutely would love for you FYI like Mm -hmm. please get in touch with us with your stories about breakup brain Mm -hmm. um and especially if you're okay with us sharing them anonymously and like taking out personal details obviously yes um but I think it'd be fun to share some listener stories as well yeah I would love that yeah please share your breakup brain stories with us yes all right so let's get started with some science (laughs) has your ex ended the relationship If you're struggling with feelings of rejection, you may be having a harder time performing work tasks. A 2002 study by Case Western Reserve University conducted a study in which (laughs) (laughs) the the university conducted an experiment (laughs) in which participants were exposed to rejection by other participants. Um, And I don't think this was even like rejection to the scale of like a breakup. It was just like passerby rejection by, you know, acquaintances, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the rejection was that they were put in little, I think they were put in groups of three or they were teamed up with two other people. Uh And, and then, um, the experiment was that the participants were told that, um, at the end, the other two would say which one they wanted to work with. Right. Oh. And so the and the participants were told that neither of the two other people wanted to work with them. <gasps> and so, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. I mean, and fairly then they did an IQ severe. test. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So you know that's that's rejection from just a normal human. Rejection yeah. hurts. We're humans. Mm-hmm. Like that was what our survival depended upon. Mm-hmm. Grow like growing up as cave people, um, <laughs> growing up as a species. Um, but those individuals saw an immediate 25% average loss of IQ and saw their analytical skills drop by 30%. Oh, 
And that, you know, that wasn't even rejection by someone who is supposed to be like your partner in life. You know, I feel like breakups must have more of a drop. They're just not calling people up right when they've suffered a breakup and testing them, I feel like. Yeah, unfortunately... But like I said before, maybe we can do, um, you know, start an X-Files foundation and fund some research. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Call in when when you get broken up with, which just be sad. But um... (laughs) But yeah, these are people who, you you know, they were not romantically involved with. And I think, yeah, yeah, obviously it does hurt worse when you have someone you've loved and done things for and, you know, you should be, you know, top, top, top priority in this person's life when they decide that, you know, they want to move on away from you. Um, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, very intense, you know, feelings of rejection, so. For sure. Mm-hmm. Or have you ever felt a loss of control after mm. a breakup? Done something that you wouldn't normally do? <laughs> Laughed out at your ex? Yeah, so Claire's story from yeah. earlier on our avoidant anxious episode yeah. has to do with her being a little, yeah. little nutty. Um, yeah. uh, you know, for instance, maybe um sending that angry text yeah that you would not normally send see exactly. this is what I've done a couple times is the angry late night drunk text and yeah I just can't even believe it because it's not like me I yeah, don't exactly. think I would do and you're like day. why did I do that oh my god I mean, at the time I just what I don't know I was going through a lot as people yeah. do when- I was going through some shit okay yeah it's actually an excuse now because mm-hmm. breakup brain um yeah well we're gonna we're gonna talk about how to cope with it don't worry yeah yeah um so this same story found that um experiencing rejection can also make people aggressive and lacking in self-control yeah so Roy Baumeister, who presented the findings at a British Psychological Society conference, said, to live in society, people have to have an inner mechanism that regulates their behavior. Mm. Rejection defeats the purpose of this, and people become impulsive and self-destructive. Yeah. You have to use self-control to analyze a problem in an IQ test, for example. And instead, you behave impulsively. Yeah. So um, I it think what sense. this is saying is that the people couldn't even answer the questions on the IQ test <laughs> because, you know, they were feeling really? yeah, re- rejected. They weren't even able to do the test. Yeah. Oh, that's. Yeah. And I, I know I've had a hard time, you know, like going to work and I work from home typically. And um, I know during a breakup, sometimes you just kind of like stare at your computer. Like yeah. you can't even you're do just it. You're staring into space mm-hmm. and you're just like, no, this isn't important. <laughs> no. My life is falling apart right now. <laughs> yeah. How can I be writing marketing copy mm-hmm. or yeah. an email sequence? Yeah, you know? doing content writing and copywriting is really hard when you can't even focus. Yeah. You can't come up with anything. I'm <laughs> I'm sure it affects imagination as well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that's yeah. just like less testable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. good point. Yeah. So I have definitely been there um (laughs) feeling the extremes of emotions and feeling out of control has definitely been an experience of mine in a hard breakup and looking back the choices I made and how I acted it just feels like it wasn't me like I have done um I mean the episode I mentioned was um my crazy thing that I did was I like called my ex who 
it was like we hadn't really really broken up at that point but he wasn't talking to me um which was very triggering Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and I I called and was like if you don't call me back like I'm gonna leave a voicemail breaking up with you Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and gave him a time limit and obviously that went really well yeah um it doesn't sound like he was caring much about that at that point right yeah no Mm -hmm. I mean he was dealing with his own stuff but yeah um he waited just outside of my time limit and was like Mm -hmm. called me back and was like I don't negotiate with terrorists and oh boy yeah so that did not go well and Mm -hmm. it was not like me like I'm I would have never thought that I would be the person leaving a like a uh an ultimatum Mm -hmm. (laughs) like of that type come on that's not me but I did um so yeah so just know if you're feeling like the crazy ex, it's a normal reaction. Um, try not to act on those feelings. Um, we'll speak about that later. But yep, yep, for sure, we've know. got a we've got a we got some tips on how we to avoid being the crazy ex. <laughs> yeah. All right, but um, this is not the only study that we came across. Um, if you're having uh, cognitive difficulties, it may also be because of losing um, the things that you had taken for granted in your life for so long. This can create a lowered sense of self and lead to a foggy brain, to stress, and more. All right, this is such an interesting study. A 2010 study out of Northwestern University examined multiple groups of students and found that those who had experienced a breakup experienced a significant sense or a significant loss of perception about their sense of self. Woo, that was a mouthful. They also found that students who went through a breakup during the study were found to use words like confuse, uncertain, and bewilder more often than those who didn't. Oh, that is so interesting. I know. I love that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the words we use are so important and they prime us, you know? So it's, it's really, really interesting. And as we've talked about many times on the show, um, many people experience similar withdrawals from a person as they do as those who are addicted to illicit drugs. I'm not saying every person who's had a breakup has also had an addiction to illicit drugs. Um, But, you know, those withdrawals have a major impact on our ability to function at our best. Mm -hmm. Withdrawals are in the brain. Right. And like they... You know, there's a lot we don't know about the brain, but what we have learned is it's all kind of connected. Um, And one part influences another part that you might not think would be linked. Yep. Which, yeah, which um, can make us feel physically shitty. It can make us, yeah, unable to function. We can have, you know, something that happens in the head that can affect the back, (laughs) you know, yeah, and all sorts of things. So this is really, really real. It is scientific. It is proven. So what you're going through is very real and we're going to help you get through it. All right. Yes. So I thought it would be good to um, kind of just give a list of things that we use in our coaching practice. And guess what? <laughs> so some of you may not know that in addition to a coach, I'm also a content writer. And I have actually written an article on mommy brain. 
a couple years back. <laughs> so I incorporated some of the tips that I gave in the article on Mommy Brain yeah. uh, here. So today it's pen and paper or digital notebook time. <laughs> or just have perfect audio recall. That's fine <laughs> or too. Or listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this again when you're like, I feel crazy. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that's not a bad tip at all because yeah. this, I mean, feeling crazy during a breakup doesn't go away overnight. So put this back on. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not linear. And um, definitely when I've had, when I've was going through my breakups, like having something that made me feel like I understood what was happening, um, would make all the difference, even though I wasn't in control still of the situation, Mm -hmm. feeling like I understood what was going on, gave me that sense of being okay. Um, and, in, in the ability to write it out and be like, yeah, all right, I know, I know that this won't last forever. Yeah. And that can be really helpful when people around you are saying, you know, it would just be great if you'd put this behind you, you, you know, it, it's nice yeah. to have the comfort and the validation Yeah, that this is real. Exactly. So, um, yep. we got seven tips for you, people. Seven tips. First and foremost, it is so important that you go easy on yourself yep, and recognize that what is happening. If you start to feel any symptoms or dynamics that we've mentioned, guilt, shame, self-criticism do not mix well with breakups. And so often that's what people are struggling with the Mm -hmm. most is like self-criticism. I could have done better. I should have done something different. Shame. I made mistakes Mm -hmm. and I can't fix them and there's nothing I can do about it. Guilt. Like, just, you know, like I chose the wrong person, you know, doubting yourself. You're like, I thought that this was forever. Can yeah. I trust my judgment anymore? Um, yeah, and so- that's my thing, actually. I mean, and that's one reason we can talk about this another time. That's one yeah. reason I decided to kind of take a break from dating is uh-huh. because I'm really good in relationships, but I I guess I'm not a good chooser because of the dynamics and my patterns that we've talked about, <sighs> yeah. um, about, you know, me kind of rushing into things. Um yeah. And so I, I go through, I have gone through that after breakups, just like, what was I thinking? You know, I'm so bad yeah. at this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Doesn't really help. And you're like, why do I feel so much, so many sparks with people who are not good for me? And how yeah, do I much. like not do that? And why mm-hmm. do people who are good for me just like not do it for me? Exciting. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all of those questions that coaching can help you explore. Um, so love yourself commit to your healing, remind yourself that it will pass and there's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right. Tip number two. All right. I think this is a good one. And this is something that I used in my mommy brain article. Okay. Use your phone. Okay. Your phone is, is your friend or your phone can be your friend, depending on how you, you know, choose to use it. All right. Don't rely on your memory right now, maybe even for the next month or two. All right. So don't use your phone to check up on your ex, but instead use it for things like taking pictures of things you want to remember setting alarms through the day so you're on time to things, Uh, make sure your reminders are set on for for stuff. Um, And so obviously this is going to prevent you from missing important commitments and, um, you know, getting down on yourself, getting stressed because, you know, you can't remember that book that you had wanted to buy yesterday. Um, And yeah, just help you um, stay on top of things and just prevent 
some of the problems. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I live off of Google Calendar. I also have Asana. Um, Trello is similar. There's a ton of like project management things that you can just use for your personal life Um, (laughs) and be like shopping lists, work things I need to remember. You put your shopping list in Asana? Um, Well, I also don't usually do shopping lists because mm-hmm. I found I make them and then I don't use them in the store because oh, I'm like I don't feel like that anymore <laughs> um so that might be like an ADHD thing but <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like Possibly. to go by the skin the the seat of my pants but um yeah when I was trying to do shopping lists I would put them in a sauna because I would make a list on paper and I would forget it at home. Uh, um, and I keep mine in the app. The Yeah. Um, the notes shopping. app. I mean, yeah, it just helped me to have one place where everything was. So I wasn't yeah. like opening up three different things for three different sections of my life. So if you need help or tips on staying organized in your life, um, if you have squirrel brain like me, Mm-hmm. hit me up because <laughs> I've gotten really good at it um and it did not come naturally and so like I definitely second that do not rely on your memory right now just like try to try to start those habits of of safety nets for yourself yeah. um so that you're not then dealing with like where things are falling through the cracks in your personal life or your work life Um, and you're dealing with the stress of those things as well as your breakup Um, get on top of it yeah exactly and I know that's like such a simple thing to say is like get on top of it but well I mean you gotta be proactive and you actually do with some of these tips exactly Uh, yeah Yeah. it's easy to say but yeah you do have to actually exactly yeah find what works for you through with (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome so next up focus on sleep and nutrition um, I know there's kind of like that thing, like ice cream and alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But also try to add in those healthy things as well so that you can fuel your body with things that are going to help it perform. Um, so getting adequate sleep is going to be huge right now. Um, that physical pain or the cognitive disruptions that we listed before as common like side effects of breakup brain it's far worse when you are sleep deprived like we need sleep if anyone tells you that they figured out how to function on like less hours of sleep they're fucking lying yeah. and probably relying on like medications and things like that it's not, not a good, good trend that yeah i don't yeah. like when people are bragging about yeah how little sleep they get it's like you need it yeah <laughs> um yeah sleep is very interesting in fact have you heard of sleep deprivation chambers no Apparently, what like this extreme experience that people put themselves in I heard about it recently oh my god <laughs> that is the They're like yeah like, after 24 hours you start seeing things <laughs> I, I don't and I don't get it it sounds like my worst nightmare yeah. but apparently it's like something that some people self-select to do to you know push them that's so weird that edge I know I, I mean because like like I know there's like cryotherapy and like ice you know like 
that oh, sort of thing. Oh, that's another where, worst nightmare for yeah. Janice. Oh, yeah. Like, worst nightmare. But at least it has positive effects on your brain. Right, like, yeah. Sleep and deprivation, also, yes. like, mm-hmm. I think even causes, like, longer-term damage. Yeah, and if you even skip one night of sleep, it can, you know, take you a few nights to get back on track. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. I haven't looked into, you know, if this is, um, you know, medically a- approved or what people think they're getting out of it, but yeah. I did hear that it is a thing. So just like if you've themselves. gone into a sleep deprivation chamber and, you know, had <laughs> your yeah. life transformed hit me up I, I'm curious <laughs> oh that's so interesting yeah and it's totally normal that when you are suffering like like so intensely from the pain of a breakup like having a hard time sleeping that it makes total yep. sense it's totally mm-hmm. normal but you know it may be beneficial to seek support and address this as soon as possible and you know that mean mean seeing a doctor speaking to someone about a herbal supplement using a sleep app or other remedies Mm -hmm. um I know everyone is different from for this um I definitely wouldn't get like hooked on like sleeping pills or anything but yeah that's why I'm saying you know maybe talk to a doctor yeah talk to your doctor mm -hmm. um if it is I don't recommend those pills but some people might um, use them um, temporarily and have good benefits. So I don't yeah, know. exactly. So, you know, see what is best for you. Um, we're not going to give you like medical advice exactly. on this yeah. other than you should sleep. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right. So we're getting to the good stuff. Do you have the crazy X feeling? This is something that we see a lot from clients and listeners. All right. So what do you do when you're getting overwhelmed with the emotions and you feel like you're going to act out? You, I mean, yeah. this is hard to talk about um, because, you know, I, people do kind of lose control in a yeah. way when they get the crazy ex feeling, but yeah. it is, it's possible if you're mindful of it to, to control it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going goal, like. Miranda Lambert style with um, a St. My Mama's Broken Heart. Uh, Cut my bangs with some rusty kitchen scissors. (laughs) I don't know that. I screamed his name till the neighbors called the cops. Oh my God, we got (laughs) it. Oh, I want to hear that. That sounds like a cute song. It's it's like, yeah, this is the Crazy X song. Um, (laughs) Well, country music is full of these. Like, you don't have to look far, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is actually, it's... Yeah, country music. There's an argument for country music being very feminist. Um. Oh, I'm, I really, I love country music, so yeah. I'm all for it. So, but once you're getting these feelings, the goal is that you observe them, mm-hmm. recognize the physical and mental sensations, and look at them rather than acting yeah. on them. Oh. And this is something that you can train yourself to do. Yes. This is mindfulness. Um, (laughs) I mean, seriously, because mindfulness is all about realizing that there's, there's kind of two entities within there's, there's the thing that's making all the thoughts. There's just like thoughts, 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 thoughts. Mm -hmm. And you think that that is you, but in, in reality, you're actually the observer of those thoughts and, and creating that distance and being like, Oh, I'm thinking that right now that's interesting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and looking at it as like a process 
like a natural process that like, of course you're thinking these thoughts. doesn't mean you have to act on them. Yeah. doesn't mean you can't change them. doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can decide, you know, that one's not going to be very beneficial for me long-term. I'm going to just not attach to that. Yep. Um, or step, I'm going to step aside while, you know, the physical sensations die down, you know, leave yeah. the house, go for a walk. Yeah. And just having the awareness that like, Hey, if I wait 24 hours, chances are I will not be thinking that thought. I will not be feeling that thought. And that's fine. You know, there's no rush with these things. And try to remind yourself of that. Like if you're thinking something that you're like, oh, this is this is an intense thought. Um, be like, let me just wait and see if it sticks around. Mm-hmm. Let me just let me just give it 24 hours, 48 hours. If you, you will can. be so glad that you didn't act yeah. on so many of exactly. these things. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. And um, you can reassure yourself and be like, hey, if it's still around in 48 hours, let's readdress it. Yeah. But you know, you don't have to do it now. There's really no rush. Yep, definitely. Um I was gonna say something. Oh yeah. So my point is that as we were saying earlier. The crazy X sensations are like a really real thing and you can feel like you don't have control over it and you, you know, or you just had to reach out or you couldn't, you know, resist anymore, but you can. You can. So, you know, I want to say this with, you know, sympathy and understanding because I know what it feels like to feel like you you know, have no control over whether or not you're going to text or lash out (laughs) or something. So, but (sighs) the truth is that you, you can train yourself. I mean, I don't even know how, how much training you would need. You just need to be aware of it and decide to do it and yeah, practice a bit. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes like that, that feeling of having to do something, um, can be like relieved by writing that letter to your ex or, you know, um, like making a list of all the shitty things that they did or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Get out the journal. This is a really good time to, you know, keep adding to that list of the reasons why it didn't work or the things that you, you know, that weren't right about the relationship. Yep. This can be a a good time to, you know, use some of that energy. Yeah. All right. So next up, Try to cut back on your day-to-day responsibilities and commitments during this time. Yeah. If possible, slim it mm-hmm. down to just the essentials. Right. Um, this is not when you're starting an amazing business. Like yeah. <laughs> this is not when you're taking on an extra project at work or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I know like our workaholics can feel like, um, you know, distracting yourself with things to do um, will help. Mm-hmm like ease the pain, but you're not functioning at full capacity. And those extra projects are, they can wait until you're at least out of the woods a little bit. So Mm -hmm. um, having a personal crisis such as a breakup is a perfectly valid reason to cut back on work, limit your family responsibilities, move deadlines, bow out gracefully from running your (laughs) men's group this month. I love that example. (laughs) I was just trying to think of, you know, like social commitment that some people want to have. Yeah. For some reason that was what came to me. I'm sorry, but I hate all men right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, like, I mean, yeah, I, I think, this is this is really good responsibilities and commitments like 
if you're like in a poetry group or something, maybe keep that one. That could actually be good. Um, you might scare some of the members in the group when you read your poetry live, but you know, like, or, or like if you, um, you know, like, look, if it felt, if it doesn't feel like a burden or it does, you know, do it for sure. I'm just saying if, you know, you're having a hard time keeping up with things, you know, clear the calendar. If this isn't an issue for you, ask for help, ask for help. And, you know, um, try to find the people in your life who understand, um, who can help like take the burden off yeah. a little bit and like everything it, everything comes back around and so when they're having a hard time you can really pay yes. pay them back for that um but yeah find some people who understand that you are going to need like a little bit of support during this time and find that support um because yeah losing that social part of your partnership it's really important to fill that hole with other other people and other support systems. So mm-hmm. yeah, not everyone will understand your predicament and, yeah. or need you to explain. Um, and as you go about clearing your calendar, be selective with who you tell what to, um, it is okay to not have to explain yourself yeah. every time yeah. and be yeah. like, Hey, this is just what I need right now. Leave it. Right. At that. Yeah. And I said, I um, wanted to mention this because, um, I think for instance, at work, you might not feel comfortable letting your manager know that you need to, you know, um, clear up your responsibilities because of a breakup, because of how much society sucks. So, you know, you're allowed to say that you're going through something personal, make something up. I don't know. But yeah, I guess just be a little careful because yeah, yeah not everyone is as understanding as Not everyone is as understanding. Yeah. yeah. And it also, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when I was breaking up with my ex-fiance, a word got around and the CEO of the nonprofit actually um, came to my desk and was like, just want you to know we're like supportive of you Mm -hmm. and you're so strong. You're going to get through this. And which was really, really sweet of her. But it also, I mean, I was using work as a distraction. And so having it brought up at work, I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> think of it. I don't know if that's completely yeah. appropriate. I mean, I think if you wanted this person to know that you would have told them and you hadn't. So I'm not sure how I feel yeah. about that. Yeah, I, I know it came from a good place. I've mentioned yeah, it before sure. and we, we mm-hmm. said the same thing then too. It came from a good place, but also yeah. having those boundaries, you know, and nonprofit work is kind of like that. Things get personal can be you know? can be yeah because um, you're all dealing with like compassion fatigue and having kind of your own crises um like hey and- if you have a manager who understands yeah tell them but yeah exactly so it's- use your judgment on that <laughs> all right so we got a few more tips for you all right so i don't think that we can stress this enough which is probably why we bring it up a lot but you need to stop contact with your ex while you heal all right. I mean, there's few things that are worse for breakup brain than checking your phone, seeing if they've reached out, thinking about what you're going to say to them when they call or text, um, you know, looking on their social media, seeing how happy they are. And I mean, you're just, you're allowing the very source of your stress to completely stay like present in your orbit. 
So one of the quickest ways to start seeing improvement is to clear this person out of your day completely. This is one of probably the most effective thing on this list. <laughs> All right. So the most basic breakup advice applies here just as much as anywhere. Go no contact. And I also want to stress that this means that they can't contact you and you can't contact them. All right. So blocking, because I've seen people say that they're going no contact, but they're still checking their phone or their DMs because they know that the person could reach out. Yeah. That in and of itself is so stressful and harmful when you're going through something like breakup brain, when you can actually look and see if they're getting in touch. No, that is not helpful. And it's, it's not technically what I consider no contact. Yeah. And also like if you're not prepared for it and that text does come through, you know, say you're at work or something, or say you're starting to feel a little bit better. Um, and it can just throw you for a loop. Um, and so having that block and, and knowing like that, that text message can't come through, even if they do send it, like, which is hard for people reassuring. And it's hard in the beginning for people to not know people want want to know if their ex is getting in touch and so it for the first couple weeks it's hard really you know really really difficult to to just not know but once you get over that you know that hump you will get used to the not knowing and you'll probably like the not knowing yeah (laughs) so yeah I do want to recognize that it's you know easier said than done especially in the early days um but you know it's it's better than going on the way that you are you know um so give yourself a month you know just focus on your healing focus on your recovery get this person out of your world yeah (laughs) if you had you know a sprained ankle or bronchitis you would need to you know give yourself the healing time yeah and I've had both things (laughs) um, same (laughs) and you do just have to you know say for the next you know two weeks I you know just need to focus on on getting better yeah oh that is so true and I actually wrote an article about comparing a sprained ankle to a breakup and like the recovery because like it, it was really interesting, like how it's so intensely painful at first. And then yeah. it's like, it feels good some days and then it feels bad other days. And yeah. it feels better when I'm moving and doing things. But if I'm mm-hmm. just sitting, oh, how it clever. starts to hurt. Yeah. And now it's to the point where I don't think about it at all, unless I do a very like contorted, like yoga pose or something where all of the right. pressure is right on that thing yeah so you know? mine wasn't actually a, a sprained ankle I broke the bone um not the oh. toe but the bone that comes right after your toe um so I forgot what it's called it oh was a few years back but like that long um, one uh oh let me see is it long anyways it <laughs> anyway <laughs> metatarsal um, something it, and yeah yeah and um this is what I mean. A pet peeve of mine is people who go around saying that they've broken a toe, but then you know the week later they're walking around. And I'm like, it wasn't broken, or, oh. or I don't know. Or when I would when I would tell people about it, nobody really took it that seriously. But it was 
so painful yeah. oh my god and I had the same thing too yoga for maybe even a year I had to be really careful and yeah. I think it was three weeks that I couldn't really put I couldn't really walk on it and then I got a special shoe that I had to use for about a month and so you know little by little you get exactly you get better you get better yeah but if you had something like coming and activating it it got better because you left it alone yeah and you allowed it a protective place and focused on <laughs> yeah yeah you're right and if I would you know have just been so determined to go to yoga or go walking or, or you know any number of things yeah, yeah I wouldn't have gotten better just like yeah. if you're gonna look at your text uh, your um you know ex's Instagram or see if yes. they're in your DMs oh my yeah yeah you're you're, just, you're reopening just, the injury self-defeating yeah oh so cool. That brings us to our next tip. <laughs> stretching and yoga. Um, stretching and yoga have amazing physical and mental benefits. Yep. There are so many studies. Yep. Just go to Google Scholar and yeah. start reading through these things. It is incredible. Um, like the difference it makes for, you know, uh, people fighting cancer, um, like the mental side of it, as well as the physical side of it. Um, yoga is a great thing for someone who can like, just hate sitting quietly in meditation, for instance, because yeah. it's like a moving meditation. So at least you feel like you're doing something, yeah, um, but you're still, put, yeah, you're I didn't still put meditation on this list for that reason. I felt like yeah. it deserved its own episode yeah. and that it's just, it's too reductive to tell someone who's going through breakup brain to yeah. sit and meditate without going into a lot more detail as to how to do it. Yeah. And, and so that's why I put yoga instead. Yeah, no, this totally, this totally makes sense. And it makes your body feel good. And right now, like, I mean, breakup brain, we're talking about your brain not functioning at full capacity and anything you can do to assist that system in your body is going to be helpful and yoga and stretching like improves your circulation means more blood is getting into your brain not a doctor but like you know you know you feel better after doing it and it, it does release things um and also like movement in general um I'm right now I'm reading what happened to you um by Oprah Winfrey and ooh, Oprah, what's, what's her name? Oprah. I, you might have thought you might have heard of her. Is there another Oprah? <laughs> Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce D. Perry, and it's conversations on trauma, resilience, and healing. And yes, you know, I don't necessarily uh, put breakups all the time in as like traumatic of a category as. Mm -hmm like capital T trauma, but it's mm -hmm. still hurting you yeah. um, and affecting your life, which brings it into the category of trauma. Um, yep. And some breakups are, you know, some breakups, some breakups are, are really traumatic. Yeah. yeah and um, very nasty, mm -hmm. especially yeah. if there's like stalker thing, abuse of yep. any type definitely um, but yeah I think it's important that we make yeah. a distinction and don't yeah. like toss words around so exactly thank you. yeah mm -hmm. so uh, the reason I bring it up is because um they speak about how um how what happened to you is 
stored in your body at some level. Um, the body keeps the score. That's another great book about this. Hmm. And okay, you um, got some in, good tips for us. Today. Yeah. So both of those, I I do want to do an episode talking about how like emotions are stored in the body. Um, but if you can move that, it it's almost like it gives you um, a feeling of being able to do something um, instead of just being like, God can't do yeah. anything with yeah, walking these emotions. Is good as well. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about that a lot and um, yeah, yoga, but yoga can give you some, the, the same benefits exactly. and you don't have to necessarily be doing yoga. It's like, just get on your mat and stretch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yoga. Yeah. Don't hold yourself to like, Oh, I need to do 10, 10 salutations, you know? Right. Right. Just, you can, uh, you I can. think you'll love it, but stretching, <laughs> um, you know, is yeah. you know, it, it's kind of the same and you, you'll be glad. And I know a lot of people do have things like back and neck problems after a breakup. And this is, yeah, definitely the best thing this that you will can help. do for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I cured sciatica or like a pinched sciatic nerve with yoga. Oh, yes, so good. Yeah. And you don't have to go to a class or be around other people because I know that that is not what you want after a breakup. Right. But there are amazing like full routines on YouTube. Um, And yeah, just just see see what you like. Go go on there. I'm sure what whatever calls to you will pop out to you. So That's one of the, I think one of the best things about YouTube is the num- the amount of um, yes. fitness videos there are for free. Oh, free. <laughs> it's so cool. That's where I do my yoga is on YouTube. All right. So, oh, our last tip, get organized. All right. This is something that I know Claire and I are big fans of. And this is also something that I um, kind of learned when I was researching mommy brain is decluttering can help when you're having these um, symptoms a lot. Yes. So I'm talking about decluttering your desk. If you work Mm -hmm. from home, you know, make sure that your space is organized and everything is in its place. You don't want to be stressed looking for a pen, you know, when you're trying (laughs) to work, (laughs) right? So tidy up the room that you spend the most time in. You know, Mm -hmm. if if me sitting here saying tidy your house is overwhelming, just start with that room start with where you're spending the most time yeah Yeah. and um another thing that you should be doing um and you can pull this in um to getting organized you know even if it's hard that one day that you put towards doing this is getting rid of your ex's stuff um you know and tucking that that away so Mm -hmm. it's not like reminders there and this this is even like things that are yours that remind you of your ex you're just like every time you see that picture you're like oh we got that at the garage sale like I miss it (laughs) um you know tuck those things away too and it may be like really hard in the moment that you're doing this and you're like having a good cry while you do it but I guarantee once that stuff is out of sight um and your space is organized it's gonna it's, it's not going to be constantly emotionally triggering you and it'll be easier to remember things and see what you need to do and just feel calm. Yes. Yep. That's what this is all about is, you know, kind of eliminating the frazzled feeling because, you know, things are unorganized. So if you carry a handbag, this is an important tip. Make sure that that's organized. 
so that you're not, you know, constantly looking for stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, pick out your clothes the night before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> anything that you can physically organize to make your day yeah. easier ahead of time. Exactly. And like Claire said, it can also help you to reclaim your space, get your, you know, clear your space from your ex. It can help you to stay distracted on the weekends. Like this is a really good weekend thing. People in our um, Facebook community, you know, struggle with their weekends. And, you know, this could be a way to really get, get this off of your mind. If you like to declutter, I mean, I, this is fun for me, but maybe not for everyone, but yeah. So it could be a way to distract yourself yeah. on the weekend and yeah, go ahead. Hot tip. Ooh. Okay. I don't really like cleaning or like doing those things, but I really like podcasts and I can't just sit and listen to a podcast. So it ends oh, up yeah, being same. that the two are like perfect pairs. So you can put on, you're listening to a podcast right now. So clearly you like podcasts, throw on a podcast and do this while you're, while you're doing these tidying. And that can actually like help, um, yeah. you know, cause your, your mind is distracted and your body is moving Yeah, and your space mm-hmm. is getting clearer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. That's also why I suggest to put on a podcast when you go walking because you're moving and your mind is distracted yeah. and it's like, it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. I'm me. okay. I'm okay. <laughs> right. So oh, another tip is, you know, um, your keys. Okay. No one wants to lose their freaking keys, wallet or phone, but you can oh. during a breakup. So yeah. like get a nice dish to keep your keys in, maybe get a new keychain. you know, just do you know, do things. I mean, figure out for you what where your problem spot is and yeah. to create something to help you beat it. Oh, yeah. Keys are important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially if you had your like ex's key or something mm-hmm. yeah. on your keychain, mm-hmm. uh, re- revamping your keychain, get yeah. like a nice thing, you know, uh-huh. make it yes. different. Take those take their keys off. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that maybe if you're losing your keys after your breakup, maybe it's because you still have your ex's key on there. Maybe the yeah. universe is trying to tell you something. You're like, lose that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, if you do this key thing, you know, get yourself a new keychain, tag us. I think that would be really, yeah. really cute. Yeah. Breakup Aww. keys. Breakup key. Re- okay. We'll have to think of a name for it. Yeah. So break yeah, up those- with your key. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Claire. <laughs> Break up with your Break keys. Break up with your keys. It's so catchy. <laughs> oh, but I don't know. Maybe, like, that's, what? maybe that's what's going to stick now. Yeah. All right. So those are our tips for beating breakup brain. We know Woo-hoo. you can do it. We know it's not easy. Trust us. You know, this is all stuff that we've been through. Um. Yeah. And we hope that these tips help. Yes. Anything else from you, Claire? No, I think we we covered it. Um, Yeah. So let's get into our next segment. Breakup ballads, toxic or empowering. All right. This was a combined selection. And we are talking about the song Lost Without You by Freya Writings. Claire, did I pronounce that right? Do you know? I believe so, but I am open to also being wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 
so I think this is a really sweet song. Um, let's get into it. If you love, if you like this song, let us know if you are excited that we're covering. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lost Without You by Freya Writings. I will begin. Standing on the platform, watching you go. It's like no other pain I've ever known. To love someone so much, to have no control. You said, I want to see the world. And I said, go. So pretty sad. Uh, pretty sad. But I can see already that, you know, she's understanding you don't have control over your partner. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they are living their own life, their own experience. And sometimes you have to let people go, even when you love them so much, because you do love them as an individual. You want them to have the full experience of their life. And so, you know, you said, I want to see the world. And she said, go. She's like, I'll, I'll release you Do mm-hmm. like live your best life. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it leaves me that- feeling very, no other pain like I've ever known. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really hard to do that and to, yeah. to understand that your partner has autonomy in their own yeah life. and when you're not in the equation of a person's best life uh yeah that's not a good feeling so it sucks but... um want to go on yeah so next up but i think i'm lost without you i just feel crushed without you i've been strong for so long that i never thought how much i needed you i i think i'm lost without you um so that one i mean it's interesting saying I've been strong for so long that I never thought how much I needed you. It's almost like she let him go uh-huh. because she thought she was strong enough. And now she's like, holy cow. Like her, her breakup brain. She's, she's got breakup brain right now. She's like, I'm not capable of living. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm not capable of just handling this alone, um, which isn't true. She just feels like she's, not capable right now right um because she's she's in it strangers rushing past just trying to get home but you were the only safe haven that i've known hits me at full speed feels like i can't breathe and nobody knows this pain inside me my world is crumbling i should have never let you go sounds like breakup brain to me yeah (laughs) sounds like breakup brain to me um like nobody understanding how much this is hurting her Mm Um, her feeling that regret, you know, she was strong at the beginning. She's like, Oh, you want to, you want to go and be who you are. And I love you. So I'm going to let you do you. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, my world is literally crumbling. Yeah. And she's having yeah. that like regret piece. Um, but I actually like the lines about, you know, seeing strangers going past because, you know, I've been in big cities when I've gone through breakups and, you know, just seeing everyone going about their lives and just sitting there like feeling, you know, like you must be the most heavily burdened person in, you know, like the entire subway station and, you know, not wanting people to look at you and just feeling so heavy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I actually really like that line. And I know the the sensation too. It's kind of hard to explain, um, but it can really suck when you're kind of in the hustle and bustle and there's yeah people all around you. And it's just like how easily people are moving. And, you know, I, I'm yeah. like <laughs> barely able to exactly. move my legs again. And to you're work. like, do you know yeah. like yeah. how much pain I'm in right mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. 
like yeah especially like ordering food or something and you're just like I'll have a coffee (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and and they're like okay and they're like have a good day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not even not wanting to interact with people yeah um yeah so we're almost to the end let's um repeat I don't know why I said that okay we're almost to the end all right I'll read it I think I'm lost without you I just feel crushed without you because I've been strong for so long that I never thought how much I love you standing on the platform watching you go you said I want to see the world and I said go yeah so it's I like how she brought it back around because it's like looking forward to how life is going to be for her after he's gone Mm -hmm. and she's like literally watching him walk away and she just knows she's Mm -hmm. like oh fuck (laughs) um, and this is why I am going to say that this is empowering yeah because of the fact that they brought it back here at the end, the fact that she was the one who said go, she is, you know, recognizing that she's having this painful experience, but yeah. then she's also saying, you know, I also made the choice and, um, yeah. And it's, it's respecting the person that you were with, mm-hmm. you know, and respecting the fact that they, they, they're not you yeah. and they will make decisions that, take them away from you mm-hmm. um that's why we have yeah. multiple relationships in our lives most of us yeah. um she's not saying you know you left me to go see the world she's yeah. you know really bringing um you know her own part in this um yeah back. so i think that this is a good song with a good yeah. message and that it's empowering definitely well all the songs that we've done are good but i don't think they're all empowering they might be real experience but um, (laughs) they they don't all represent people you know taking control of their healing yes (laughs) Um, so yeah i i rate this empowering awesome all right and claire empowering (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry it's all right all right definitely empowering um, for everyone uh, who listened, I think this was a great episode. I think so too. And I hope that it helps. Yes, I I think it will help people. And so, you know, definitely DM us if you have a story about having breakup brain, you forgot mm-hmm. something really important, or you know, you just um you suffer from it, or you figured out a way to help yourself with it. We'd love to hear from you in the DMs. If you have a question that would like you'd like to be answered on the show or in our Facebook group yeah. lives where we, we actually get to like, um, do some live coaching with the people mm-hmm. in that group. It's breakups, broken hearts and moving on. Um, you know, let us know as well. Um, we'd love to, uh, share, uh, listener stories. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to start doing that. Um, you know sometime during the episode so um please continue to dm us your questions um and mention that it's okay for us to discuss it anonymously yeah yeah and we'll we'll leave out any um identifying uh, details you know so if Um, you want to dm us and just tell us you know your experience um that that's totally fine you can do that as well if you want if you dm us about something to mention on the show though just yeah make a distinction awesome all right yeah so i think that covers it for that's today. a wrap that's a wrap 
We love you guys. We're so excited to keep doing this podcast and um, just the way it's been received has been amazing. And Mm -hmm. like, we're so thankful that we're able to make an impact like this and connect with people like you. And you're all just incredible, strong, motivated people, like just by the fact that you are listening to this podcast i already know you're going to be more than fine oh claire that's beautiful and i completely agree thank you so much for saying all that yep you guys rock our world thanks for listening to x files a podcast about breakups broken hearts and moving on if you like this episode Tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lottas. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On. And here's a preview of our next episode who is saying that oh you know no one's been let inside here before he's been seen seen is it going uh, to her place is like this crazy thing he has no idea if that's he's just telling himself that (laughs) he's just making up a story to like pump himself up and <laughs> because she dick said hard. She I don't know. But <laughs> so he must be the only one that she lets in her house to fuck. So, so yeah. safe to say you guys are King Tom, right? No. No. I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very obvious. Oh, sorry. <laughs>